I'm Dr. Ben Rall. Do you know where the most amazing doctor lives? You may be surprised to learn that it's actually right inside of you. Yet, today's healthcare model is built on a foundation that the greatest doctor instead comes in the form of pills, potions, lotions, even surgery. So listen in, because what if the majority of what you have been told about health and healing is not only wrong, but actually harmful to you? One thing is for sure, when you work with your body and not against it, you'll begin to discover that you are in fact designed to heal. I want to welcome everybody to another episode of Designed to Heal. I'm your average Jeff, and with me is always the uh, the star of the show, man, um, Doctor Ben Rawl. You are the star. You get a well, that you is. Big... Uh, it's like when uh, you know when you're. <laughs> so I had two sisters, and so sometimes they would say, "And I'm I'm the favorite boy. Well, I'm the only boy." So when you say star of the show, well, you know, if 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 I mean um, I'm the guy here talking. <laughs> so like it's by by definition only. I just you know, I think so. the light shines brighter on you, there but you it's go. probably because you're sitting underneath it. So <laughs> <There> anyway, <we laughs> hey man. I think you try and, to yes. Okay. In, in a previous episode. Episode, um, mm-hmm. we talked. Uh, we, we we talked about cancer, and we had Nathan on. He just an amazing, amazing guy. Just shared his story, and uh, you know, he said something. I, I asked him because I always like the 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 practical solutions, mm-hmm. if you will. On hey, what can you do? Because he was so intent on having our listeners learn to sort of reconnect with like natural things, and uh, and I love that. I'm very much for that and everything. And so, you know, one of the suggestions that he said, and and by the way, I'm going to say this one, and out of context. People are going to go, that's like the most random thing I've ever heard. Okay, so understand to the listener, if you've not heard that episode, please first and you know, foremost go back and watch it or go back and listen to it. He was talking about uh, you know, meditative practices. He was talking about proper nutrition, et cetera, et cetera. But then he jumps in and he says, and then get on a rebounder trampoline because it's mm. great for the lymph, lymph system. And I'm going, what is a rebounder trampoline yeah. you know, for starters? But then it stoked a question in me, and that was – you know, we never really talked in depth about the uh, lymph system. Sure. And I know what like lymph nodes are only by name. I I, yeah. I feel like they're like somewhere underneath the armpits, that kind of thing. Like maybe there's other ones or by your neck. I, sure. We'll talk, so Ben, I'm, I'm you know it. the yeah. average guy here just asking questions because you hear about you know lymphatic issues and things like that. So I thought today would be a great topic yeah. for you to share some wisdom on. So let's do it. Let's roll with it, man. So, so what is that system? What is the lymphatic system? What's well, a lymph node? Yeah, I mean, well, you know, wherever first, you need to start. Yeah. Let's first talk about the rebounder. Right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, the rebounder actually is is uh, it's a it's really easy he's talking about as a, a uh, a small trampoline, like the trampolines you have in your house, right? Yeah. We've got a couple at our house. You were yeah. over there today. My son sometimes takes out in the driveway so we can dunk basketballs and got it. Oh, out to the pool so we can jump further into the pool. But it's just right. a you know now an actual rebounder often has a little um, hand rail that comes up so you can hold on to it, right? Okay. Depending on your ability to jump or you know some people have balance issues and so right. um, and what you're doing though is you're um, so your lymph system and and it's a great question and and I I remember when I first learned about the lymph system it was kind of fascinating. I'll try to I mean I'll talk a little bit about it but really what I would want to talk about is why does it matter and what can you do to you know make I know, it we'll get there but I want you. you to nerd out first yeah, okay well, so so, <laughs> so your your lymph system here's what's amazing about your lymph system yeah it's a passive system okay so this okay. is going to make a lot of sense to our listeners um so versus your cardiovascular system your heart beats right right it has a pump right right that pumps it around the body your lymph system doesn't have a pump okay, okay so wherever there is a, a blood vessel so you have an artery a vein and a nerve that run they're always bundled in threes so that's just how god designed our bodies so you know wherever you have where you know when you look at your arm right now and you can see like a you know a vein or a, a you know yeah. a skin so right yeah. next to that there will be a nerve and right next to that there will be an artery and right next to that there will be a piece of your lymph system okay right. it, it's like that it's a it's a 
think of your think of your cardiovascular system and then just lymph system just is like intertwined all around that okay now the job primarily of the lymph system from what we understand right you know again uh, always funny we know such a fraction of what I really know, you goes always up. talk about what it would like so we'll find out some body. other day well <laughs> yeah. well as an example, people always said, you know, your appendix, it's a vestigial organ. It doesn't matter. Um, there's a difference between being able to live without something yeah. and it being, you know, important for you, yeah. right? I yeah. could live yeah. without my right leg, yeah. but I run a lot faster with it, yeah. right? Yeah. So just because you can cut an organ out doesn't yeah. mean it didn't matter. That's a good word. Okay, so yeah. your word. appendix actually is one of the jobs of the appendix of what we now know, and I'm sure there'll be many things down in the years to come that people learn. It actually reflorates your lower bowels and prevents lower cancers, colon cancer cancer, really? rectal cancer, really? but we cut it out and say it doesn't matter, right? Well, just begin again, because you can live, quote, live without it meaning you don't die immediately, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you don't need it. Your right. Now, a, a one more appropriate for this conversation today is your tonsils. So your tonsils are actually part of your lymph system. Really? All right. So this is so important. I used to talk about this, and thanks for bringing this topic up, because I, I think this is important for people. So um, let's use So it is so classic mm-hmm. how we misunderstand stuff. So Jeff, you know, you probably know people that have had their tonsils taken out, right? Yeah, I was always jealous of those kids that did because they got like the, you know, the ice cream for oh, a week and okay, all that okay. stuff. I always had Well, mine, today so you're going like, to get you know, to feel great about not well, getting your tonsils you taken out. Okay? So, so to all those kids who were in, you know, kindergarten with me or first grade or whatever, listen up because... So uh, when you go yeah. to the... And I was actually one of those kids that got strep throat a lot. I remember my mom telling me these stories when I was little. I would get strep throat. They'd put me on drugs. I'd get off the drugs. I'd get strep throat again. It was this cycle. It was yeah. actually chiropractic that my mom said, help me. She was seeing a chiropractor. The chiropractor asked her if, if, if he could check me out, and he did. And she said, that's the last time I got strep throat. That was the story I was told growing up. And so, but but what happens a lot of times when you go to the doctor, right, yeah. and you're having a sore throat, so they, you open up your mouth, they, quote, look at your tonsils, and they say, oh, they're red and inflamed. Or yeah. they might say, oh, they got white spots on them, or whatever, yeah. okay? Yeah. Well, this is so classic, us. We look at that, and we go, that must be a problem. Mm. No, rather than it's a symptom. No, rather than they're actually doing their job. Oh, wow. Okay. That's them working. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're part, it's your first line of defense of your immune system. So what do we do in all of our wisdom of humans? Cut them oh, out. Yeah. Mm. Now, the research also has shown, just like I told you about the appendix, the, uh, the um, tonsils actually secrete an anti-cancer chemical that protects you from upper respiratory and upper GI cancers. Really? Great deal. Wouldn't you want those? So what is our approach? We go in and cut them out for doing their job. Mm. And now we say, see, you don't have strep throat. You don't have that anymore. I don't even have the ability. Actually, all those things that used to get caught there and stopped there in my first line of defense, you've removed. Yeah, so that was the that's the natural question is they've taken those out then so then that's like a filter essentially is that a fair word yeah to I mean say? it's, it's and, just and your, now that your stuff's body, going somewhere else your body st- yeah it just goes deeper right so it's not your first line of defense anymore because you've removed them right your right. body's not starting to mount that immune response already it's it's gonna get later in the game right so now when you start to so you have you asked a question about you know do we just have lymph in our neck or something no, you have lymph all your entire body everywhere you have lymph nodules right now you hear about them because they go in and they right on a breast cancer they right oh yeah. then we cut them out and then we yeah. remove some yeah. of the lymph nodules right yeah. and because ironically look at what they're they're looking they go they go down the chain of the lymph and they if there's cancer in that one then they go to the next one see if they 
they can find cancer in that one. If there still is, they go to the next, to the next, to the next, until they start finding lymph nodes that don't have the cancer in them anymore. Okay. Okay? That's because that's taking those toxins. So the lymph system is largely a detox slash immune system organ. It's it's taking, it's part of getting the, 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 the toxins out of your body. It's an oversimplification, but think of it like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is why if you've ever had a massage or you've had somebody do body work on you or but but just the classic is a massage, usually after your massage, they'll come to you and they'll say, Hey, make sure and drink some water. Matter of fact, quite a bit of water, mm. because if you don't, you might wake up feeling kind of funky, even maybe even sick tomorrow. Because what they just did is they moved a lot of lymph around. Because mm. remember back to earlier, your lymph is a passive system. It doesn't have a pump. It only moves when we when move. You move yeah. uh-huh. So look at so much of our lifestyle, Jeff. It's sedentary. We sit at the computer for eight to 10 hours. Right. Our lymph isn't moving when we're doing that. Okay, it's lines right, your skeletal muscles. So, like we said before, lymph moves when you move. So, one of the reasons I love to, when I talk about exercise, I always bring this up to people because I say, listen, one of the reason exercise is so good is because it, it helps your lymph move. All right, there's a great study that showed the re- reduction of 30, 13 different types of cancers. This was published in the Journal of the American Medical Association. A reduction of thirteen different types of cancers by just simply exercising. And part of you, you know, there's part of it that relates to the oxygenation of tissues, but there's also part of it relates to moving the lymph. Mm. So one, but now people have what we call like a sludged lymph system. So it, it, they're they're chronically dehydrated. So your lymph is just stagnant. So think about most people, Jeff. They're dehydrated. They don't drink water. Right. All right. They're living on you know sodas or juices or, or coffees. They're not getting any liquid, real liquid in their bodies. So they're, 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 just think of their, their, their lymph as like sludgy, you know, you know, sewage almost, right? Like it's kind of a graphic thing. Um, and you're just sitting 8, 10, 12 hours a day, right? You're sleeping for 8. You sit on the couch for 4. You sit at your desk for 8. Like it's, it's no surprise, right, that our immune systems are messed up now one thing, I was just thinking about this on the, way to the, on the way to the office today, which is, you know, I was thinking about breast cancer. I know we were going to be doing a podcast about cancer, and I was just thinking, you know, we really need to think about the fact that, you know, how kind of common breast cancer has become. Mm-hmm. And knowing the incredible relationship between toxicity and cancer. So a major portion of your immune system draft drains on the left side of your body. Matter of fact, it's called your subclavian duct, your subclavian, and it's a majority of your limb system drains right on this left side of the body. Subclavian is like below yeah. the clavicle. Yep, then, yep, right? yep. And so what they found, I mean, and then the number one area for breast cancer to be initially diagnosed is the upper left quadrant of the breast. Really? Right where that lot of that drains, right? So we're taking all of the toxins in your body, a majority of them, we're draining them right down that one. And so what do so many women do? We talked about this in our other podcast, right? They're, they're rolling underarm poison yeah, under their arms. Yeah, we yeah. call it anti, we call it deodorant, but it's loaded with aluminums. It's loaded with um, uh, uh, laurel phosphates. It's loaded with all sorts of chemicals that we literally know by their own articles either haven't been studied for cancer or have been studied for cancer and still allowed to be on the market. Mm. We're placing chemical-causing chemicals on on top of our body all the time, Mm. sludging up our lymph systems, Mm. right, which are part of our immune system, part of getting toxins out. So what happens is they just sit in our body. We're not moving. It's like we're... It's Jeff, I kind of equate it to like, like, like you're living in like a your 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 body's like living in a dump, mm, like mm, all mm. over your body's all this junk that needs to get out, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but we're not moving, we're not hydrated, right? 
and and we're and we just keep adding more and more and more and more to it. I remember when I was a kid, I used to go to the the dump with my dad. Right, we'd drive out his truck and go take out a bunch of garbage, and mm-hmm. um, and I just remember you'd see those big dumpsters, you know, moving or the or the big sorry, the big tractors, you yeah. know, pushing garbage yeah. around, and yeah. and I remember one time there was this <clears throat> there was this hill, and I'm from South Dakota, so there's not very many hills, mm-hmm. right? And there was this there was this hill, and I said, well, what's that, Dad? And he goes, oh, that's that's the dump. That's the dump. You know, twenty years ago, that was they built all this. You know, piled up all the garbage out there, and then they they just started piling it up over here. And it's kind of like again, it's a strong metaphor. But if you look at what most of our typical lifestyles are, whether it's junk foods, junk drinks, junk chemicals all over our bodies, that all is having to try to go through our lymph system to some degree when mm. it gets pulled out of our vessels. Mm. Mm. I mean, some goes through your obviously some goes through your urine, some goes through your you know your fecal matter, but your lymph system is an incredibly rich system, mm. right? Mm. And incredibly related to cancer. That's why they always try to clear the clear the nodes, right? That's part of the process. Mm-hmm. So if they go cut a breast off and then they, they oh, found it in one of the nodes and then they just keep going down the chain of the nodes as far as they need to go until they find out it stops. So mm-hmm. think about how important that is mm. to keep that well-functioning. So the be- the biggest things you can do to, and I want to talk about something else too, but the biggest thing you can do, it's pretty simple for your immune system or for your lymph system, is movement. So mm. whether that's exercise, mm. you know, walking, all of that, you know, just general movement is 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 every time I if, when I take my arm here, Jeff, and I just mm-hmm. move my arm, mm-hmm. it's make it's that pump is now activated. That that lymph is moving. Okay. okay. Um, another one, you could get body work done. You can. There's actually massages they do that you can do lymphing, lymph, you know, lymph movement. There's um there's some they actually call it brushing. You can look this up. It's like very light surface brushing okay. on your skin that is designed to help move the lymph. That's a, okay. a, a lot of my friends that have done anti cancer or natural cancer treatments, that's usually a protocol that people use. It's called brushing. You can look it up. Yeah. Um, and then also probably the, the next main thing about lymph system health is, yes, avoid toxins. Okay, great, right? right you know, stuff right. you put in and on your skin. And then number two would be is hydration, okay? Right. Water. Yeah. So when you yeah. are well hydrated, that does kind of create that osmotic, you know, it, it kind of... Um, you know, it's like, you know, when you have like a straw and you have like pushing, playing with Play-Doh or something and yeah, you fill yeah. it up and then you push more and another come, comes out yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah. In a sense, as you're getting hydrated, it kind of forces the lymph system to kind of move. Okay. But if I'm dehydrated right. and that's all sludged up, it's just going to sit in my body and I'm going to feel like junk. I'm going to, you know, my skin and my, my immune system. So, but here, Jeff, you bring up an, maybe a larger well, question. I, I need to ask yeah. a question first, yeah. I think for, for my good, for the good of the listener before we move on. And it's two things, right? You say lymph, and you talk about lymph differently than lymph nodes, and that makes sense. What is lymph? Let's start there. Like, like what is it? You know, if it's not a lymph node, you know, if a lymph yeah. node, I guess, is the thing well, that the, contains so, it, well, right? Well, the classic right. thing that you feel, like, you know, when you remember when you have, like, a sore throat, and you feel the, yeah. you feel it underneath yeah. your yeah. chin there, right, on the yeah. side? You can actually feel them right now. I mean, they're already there. Okay. But then they, you can say, oh, they're inflamed, right? Your nodes are big, right? right? right. So a lot of the immune the, the, the um, uh, immune system cells, your white blood cells, your mm-hmm. your uh, antibodies, your natural killer cells, those are in the lymph. It's, it's okay. part, it's kind of in macrophages. It's part of just this like, like, um, uh, I'm almost thinking about like, like firm or, uh, what's when you, you know, gardening, um, like compost, firm, oh, compost. Yeah. you know, it's uh-huh. almost something like that. Like stuff yeah. is in there getting eaten up, chewed up, you know, communicating with the rest of your body. Right. And then nodes are areas of just larger kind of like, you know, you got a, 
um, you know, like a it's like a it's like a bust it's like a hub station. Like, right? like a pod, like yeah, a big, like a yeah, pod. Okay. So there's just areas yeah. in there for whatever reason God God designed them to be bigger. So a lot of times you'll see like, but your throat would be a good example. Why is there bigger ones there? Well, probably a bigger need to deal with larger environment. Right? I'm breathing a lot of stuff in through my mouth and eating a lot of different things. It's going to have right. an immediate. It needs to be bigger. Probably your throat. My guess is just the way God designed it is He said, Hey, you're going to need more there, right? And, and so then, what's in there is just toxins. It's well you the know, toxins, but also the good stuff your body has to deal with the toxins. Toxins, okay, right, kind of okay. part of call it just. I would just say the way to think of it would be it's it's the, the good parts of your immune system are right. in there. Oh, some are circulating right. in your blood too, exactly. um, but it's it's your um, yeah, it's your it's your compost. Maybe there's a better way to think about it okay. in, your, in your body. So so a second question then becomes you know you talk about like the sedentary lifestyle yeah. causes it to, to sit and it doesn't move around. When you're moving and when you're hydrated and all that stuff, is it moving? Is it just moving around or is it actually moving out somewhere? Like, like how does, in other words, how does your lymph system eventually say filter out or get rid? Does it get rid of these toxins? Like, what does it do exactly? Yeah. So eventually, through because there's a very intimate relationship between your, your again your lymph system, your blood vessels, and your um you know, your, you know, both veins and arteries and, and your nerves. So they just, they're almost like, I remember when we were doing anatomy lab, like you hardly can separate them. Like they're just intertwined. Right. And you okay. just see almost the, the lymph system just kind of lays across it almost like a netting. It's all around it. Okay. Right. So this stuff, it, it's almost, uh, I don't think it's osmosis isn't the right word, but at the very ends, Jeff, like microscopically, uh-huh. right at the very ends of like your capillaries, right. That's where exchanges happen, right. That's where oxygen exchange happens. That's where, um, nutrients get in and out of the cell. And so okay. some of this just gets, taken out through your interstitial space it's kind of this this where the body starts to pull it out and then it gets removed through your through your um you know your bowel yeah, and your yeah, feces, sure. or through your skin yeah right yeah. sweat it out if you will that kind wow, of thought that's so incredible so so it's not enough just to detox like you got it like when you know when people yeah. do that like if they're not moving stuff around it's probably gonna be ineffective for them right well it's part of it i mean there's a lot of things you know you can detox your liver you i mean so but yeah your lymph i mean if you really think about it it's a major organ in your body yeah so yeah. anything you can be doing now i would just say but here's your best way to care for your lymph system just to repeat it drink adequate amounts of water and move your body regularly okay that's your that's you know, it's not hard, right? Now, so, we just so but then how is it? T- how long does it take? And I know every person's yeah. different, so I'm not yeah. looking like for an exact scientific, you know, whatever. But you talk about that person's kind of let's call it sludged up, yeah, right? H- how quickly can they sort of restore that? Can they move from sl- sort of the sludge effect to like a really healthy, yeah, that's a good question. You know? I don't know if I know that answer. I was thinking, I remember when my dad was, um, when my dad was going through cancer treatment, mm-hmm. one of the actual, uh, body work he did was was literally for lymph drainage right that's what they would call it okay to yeah. break that up and to get that moving I, my guess is jeff I, you know I, there's probably an answer to that question i don't know what it is the body's going to do it at the pace that it can so once you get that broken up and it's starting to move um you know the body and its wisdom is going to do only at the pace that it can you Fair. know but okay. i don't know what that number is well the good news is though it is possible is what you're saying yeah oh and, yeah, and yeah. That's, that's what matters yeah you right? know you want to so. you want to get that you want to have healthy lymph, right? Meaning okay. you want it to be exchanging a lot. You want it to be... So here's kind of the, the, the progression I would say. So, you know, we we, wanted, we are talking a little bit about the lymph system or not our, sorry, the immune system. Now, you know, caveat here or disclaimer, the immune system is infinitely complicated. Um, and we, and I, I don't bring that up to discourage us. I bring that up as a reminder because there's 
even when, you know, we have guests on the show and I love my guests and that we have, and they're all very smart and they share amazing things. But I always, I do remind ourselves, I often remind us on the show, which is let us just remember, we, we actually know very little. <laughs> okay. Like we have to be careful that our hubris doesn't get in the way. Right. And I would say the same thing on both sides, Jeff, alternative medicine to, 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 to um, you know, traditional medicine. I mean, you listen to some of the descriptions of the vaccine, they sound like you're injecting yourself with, you know, angel, angel dust. You know what I mean? Like, like, let's just, let's just call it what it is. I mean, it's foreign chemicals you're injecting inside of your body that we know very, very little about. Okay. So, um, when we're looking at the, the immune system or ways to boost it, um, you know, I think, I think we have to be really serious. So during this last, and I don't know when this show, show will air, but you know, there was, there's been kind of a, um, an uptick Jeff in, in COVID or, you know, hearing about people with COVID, um, certainly compared to at least what's been for the last, sure. you know, few months. And so because of that, um, you know, I mean, it's brought back to light the conversation of people saying, Hey, what can I do to stay healthy? What, and, and I, and I'm, and I, as I just keep thinking about it in my mind and I keep rolling it around in my head, you know, we, we've really done a disservice to ourselves where this conversation has almost become almost all just get a vax or not. Mm. Right. As if, as if the vaccine replaces exercise, nutrition, rest, mm-hmm. sleep. Like we, if we, if we, if we just, if, if you could take the propaganda away for a second, you wouldn't, you would, it would sound very silly. You mean I can live and do whatever I want, eat whatever I want, drink whatever I want, don't take care of myself at all, don't exercise at all. But as long as I get that injection that we don't know much about, I'm good. Like that's an embarrassingly mm-hmm. silly thing mm-hmm. for us to consider, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and I don't know that that's terribly hyperbolic to say. I think there's a lot of people that really, you know, they may not say that explicitly, but that's how their lifestyle and their actions really. Really, really. Steep, yeah, I right? mean, I hear. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I get a lot of messages. Obviously, I'm in contact with a lot of people, and and they send me a lot of stuff, and they send me pictures of posts and things that people state and all that kind of stuff. And and almost all it is is some, you know, Bob is sick, you know, and then it's you know, blah 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 blah. Just get the damn vaccine, right? Some huh. version of that, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. so it'd be like you know, a a guy, a husband's being a real knucklehead, right? Just doing a bunch of ridiculous stuff. And then if you said, just buy her some flowers. <laughs> Every week, just buy her some darn flowers. Yeah, I mean, now if you brought them to her, she might go, "Okay, hey, thanks." Yeah. Um, but I mean, you're still an idiot, you know, or whatever, right? <laughs> sure. But but it's a wild oversimplification. Or yeah. the flowers bad to do? Probably not. But if the whole, if you think they were going to offset everything else, you were living in dreamland. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. there's no, there's, you know, there's Good no va- vaccine that's going to, you know, affects my, that's going to lower my obesity. There's no vaccine that's going to lower my, you know, sugar intake. There's no vaccine that's going to, you know, get rid of my diabetes. There's no vaccine that's going to get rid of my high blood pressure, you know, go on down the list. Mm. So all I'm asking and all I'm encouraging people is if you are that concerned, mm. which you have every right to be concerned, I'm not, I've never, I would never on this show intentionally downplay human suffering. My goodness, that's the opposite of it. I'm simply saying to the people out there, if you are truly concerned about COVID or cancer or anything, I don't care, whatever you're concerned about, I would ask you to turn that concern into action that actually moves the needle on your health. That's a good word. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. So that's, but that's always the hard work. Like one of our guests earlier, we were talking about cancer, right? And some of the things he was talking about to do, I was laughing to myself because I was like, man, those are so simple, but those sound like moving mountains today, right? Like mm-hmm. get up and go on a walk. Like, oh, what? Yeah. You mean I got to <laughs> get up and go on a yeah. walk? Like yeah. that almost, the fact that that sounds so crazy mm-hmm. 
to some people, unless your job naturally builds it in, right? You maybe work outside or work construction or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm very active against my job with Pete Bennett over patients. So I move a lot all day long, but a lot of people I know don't. Right. And so you really do have to um, understand that. So, and, and we talked about it on the show and I want to revisit it just because people are still dealing with COVID. People still have a lot of questions about it, but I think we can broaden the conversation. Um, not just COVID, whatever you're worried about with your health from mm-hmm. diabetes to whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we know that people with underlying health conditions, I don't even love that term underlying health conditions, Jeff, because I think it does a disservice to, let's just call it what it is. People are not healthy. Like, I don't know why we call them underlying health. I don't know who picked up that term. Yeah. And, and your, your sort of pause with that, I assume is because it sounds like, well, you have a condition and it just happened and, and you're, you're, yeah, it's really, a little disempowering. It's a little victim role. Yeah. You yeah. Know, where so it's you like, really want to focus on the causality here and say, yeah, but there's probably a reason. I mean, if you like say, Jeff, again, marriage, right? Your marriage is new. Well, there's some underlying issues in there. Well, no, you're being yeah. an idiot. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I mean, yeah, we just don't know how that happened. I mean, we, I guess we're the victims here. Bad we, luck. <laughs> I guess, you know, I'm just, I don't know why he lies, yeah. you know, or whatever yeah. the scenario yeah. is. Yeah. Right. And, it, and but I think, ben, that goes yeah. back to, and that, I think, again, that's the difference of so many of our conversations. And I've, I've loved, you know, in getting to know the world of chiropractic and your world and everything, which I knew so little about that you've always talked to be talked about that as being a doctor of cause. Right. And, and to me, I, that just seems like the most logical thing in the world is to get back at cause and to say, hey, where you are in the present, you know, you know, the expression to know where you're going, you have to know where you've yeah, been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I don't know, I, I wish if people would just write that on a note card and stick it on their on their dashboard or something like that, that could help them in so many different areas of life. Otherwise, they're going to be back in the same boat again. So, you know, it's not going to just going to be the vaccine or the whatever that's going to change we, their life. You we know? take care of a lot of people in our office uh-huh. and, and through all, all of this. And I mean, just throughout all of this. And I, I've, I've had one person uh, a, a fairly newer patient and she came in and, and I just getting over and her, her knee was really hurting her. And so we were talking about it, trying to figure out what's going on. And I said, well, how long has it been hurting you? She said, well, and I really respected her for this. Um, she was, um, you know, overweight. Right. And she mm-hmm. said, well, when COVID started, this is what she said. She goes, well, when COVID started happening, I started hearing, you know, a lot of people that weren't doing very well were people that were obese or people, mm. right? And she goes, so it scared me. Mm. So I started walking four miles every day. Oh, my goodness. That's right? awesome. I yeah. know. I was like, pause. Like, you're like a hero. Like, you actually took action. As opposed to I could have stayed inside the house. Yeah. I could have worn a mask when I'm in my, you know, the shower. You yeah. Know, that and, sort of thing. Yeah. Like, she's like, <laughs> she's like, and then, and then the irony was, you know, she, her knee started getting sore because, you know, she had never done anything like that. Yeah. But she lost, I don't remember, 60 pounds or something like this oh, over the last her. year. Good for her. Yeah. So I thought, man, you know, wouldn't that have been cool to see us really learn, like you said, right, learn from this and say, and not just play this kind of victim role and, and turn this into whether you got the vax or not, yeah. regardless of if you got the vax or not, I think a still very powerful question we should all be asking, regardless of COVID or anything, is what can I be doing to strengthen my immune system? And Jeff, what I've been talking a lot about in the office lately is so a lot of times it's also, what are the things I'm doing that are probably jacking up my uh, immune system, question. right? Because a lot good of times question. everybody wants to know, what vitamin should I take? What supplement should I take? Blah, yeah. blah, blah. What's yeah. the magic? Yeah. You know, everybody, we always seem to, as much as we try to relegate like what vaccine, you know, it's like the, on the natural side, it's what vitamin should I take? I'm always like, you know what? It's not a horrible question, but it's also not that simple either, right? But, but it's it's a dangerous mindset. Granted, the vitamins are a better thing, but it's a dangerously close mindset to yes. the people on the other side. Who are Absolutely. going? Hey, what's the magic elixir? What's the magic thing? What's the you know? And and so we've got. I, I understand the concern there's about even, that. There's even there's even some research coming out lately about vitamin D, and and talking about yes, supplementation can be important, but it's uh-huh. it's still not. 
the same as getting it through the sun. Just getting the sunshine. You know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so there's those things. It's like losing weight through liposuction. But okay, but stop for a second. Because yeah. I hear that and I go, well, duh. Like, yeah. And I take vitamin D supplements, yeah, yeah, by yeah, the yeah. way. But I'm going, well, of course it's not going to be good as the sun. Any, Just like, you know, <laughs> you know, finding whatever minerals and nutrients that I'm deficient yeah. in and going, well, you could also eat like, you know, yeah. like raw, raw Real food, yeah. food or whatever, you know, that sort of thing. I know, of course it's going to be better that way. Like, why would they need a study to tell me that? Doesn't common sense. This is, well, <laughs> this mean, is true. I mean, again, um, I'm not just, by the way, the, to, to an audience that's listening, like, I need you to know something, that raw reaction to me, that ain't scripted, man. I mean, I, I, so Ben, go even further with that because then I, I ask the question or, or I consider this woman, Right, yeah. God bless her. Lose yeah. sixty pounds. Good for her. Awesome. Yeah, Love it. Right. right. Who has this natural reaction that says, "What do I need to be doing?" And I've shared with you one of my pet peeves. And I, who knows, man? Maybe this is a question that you raised at one point, and then I, you know, it's just we have so many conversations that go back and forth. But our conversations are often around why isn't anybody talking about just getting healthy and and, and that sort of thing? And mm-hmm. I love that here is a person that has that natural reaction, but I'm dumbfounded that. 99% of the rest of people don't yeah. that, 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 that all of the stuff going around them wouldn't, I mean, why Ben, it's, it's like when you see, um, when you see the effects of, uh, you know, of, of, of cancer or you see like yeah. these crazy, uh, heck, even these TV commercials that show you a person, they're like these dramatized commercials that show you, you know, a person that's maybe been texting and driving or something oh, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, and then yeah, in yeah. a split second, they hit a, a car, yeah, a person, yeah. a pole or whatever, like I mean, those things are designed to get somebody back at cause and and not teach them 18 different ways to avoid the. It's simple, right? I mean, remember Arthur Furstenberg? We were talking yeah. to him about you know stuff, and you were looking for that dramatic answer about yeah. like, and he's like, yeah, just get rid of your cell phone. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it's these kinds of things. Like, well, what like, is it in us as human beings that prevents uh, us from asking? I think I was like, was there anything we can do to like you know mitigate our risk <laughs> yeah. and lower? Yeah, and what's, that, like, what's that magic sticker filter was, you can yeah. stick on the side? And he he's was, like, no, just get I rid of just it. Just hearing like crickets, like you're an idiot, you know? Like, um, I'm gonna say the obvious, right? right? And, so, like, and so clearly, like with those kinds of things, like we have our blind spots because I was thinking the same stuff too. But you know, when it comes to the health thing, I'm just, does it ever just rock your world and blow your mind that more people don't ask those questions? Like, like you're looking at the same data as them. You're looking at the same news or whatever. And your, your natural reaction, I'm sure is to go, yeah, you know what, what, what am I doing that maybe is hurting my immune system right now that I, that can help. I can bump it up a bit. You know, Jeff, I, here's the thing I would say, I mean, yes, but it doesn't drive me crazy. And that maybe the way that you would think, because, um, I'm also human, Right. I mean, I sure. live in the same world. I don't live perfectly. I have my own struggles where I fall off the wagon. I make poor food choices or right. nutritional choices or exercise choices. But here would be the here would be maybe the difference is I'm kind of I'm I'm out of denial of that. Right. So yeah. when I'm yeah. if I fall off the wagon of exercise, if I fall off the wagon of my spiritual time, if I fall off yeah. the wagon of of whatever it is, I'm 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 under no illusion that that like I, I know I'm, I'm only hurting myself, yeah. right? I know yeah. that I'm making myself more susceptible to X, Y, Z. It doesn't matter whether it's more susceptible to COVID or heart disease or a headache, right? I don't really, to me, it's that I, I know my um, responsibility in that decision. Mm. So it mm. makes it easier mm. for me to get back on track. Here would be the difference. Good Maybe point. versus like, oh yeah, I, I, uh, I, I stopped doing that. I still feel the same. I feel fine. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like now I'm just going to yeah. try to like get away with it, if you yeah. will, right? Yeah. But once yeah. the once the, the 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 veil is lifted or, you know, whatever you can see, you're like, you're not, not fooling anybody, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. if I started smoking yeah. cigarettes, I'd be like, hey, that wasn't too bad. Big deal, right? Um, I don't have cancer, you right. know what I mean? But right. but my, 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 my understanding of healing understands that that's 
lowering my ability to da 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 right detox. Yeah. So again, yeah. I don't have, I try not to have a, a, a holier, healthier than thou approach. I, I'm in the same battle we all are in, or with our kiddos, right, trying to get them to make good decisions beyond just what they eat. I mean, again, I, I hate the, not you, I hate the oversimplification always of food. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's like there's way more to health than just food. Absolutely. I think Absolutely. one of the greatest things that, that can happen when a person comes to this awareness is their mindset changes where they feel empowered. Like, I don't walk around in fear about germs. Yeah. I don't walk around in fear about diseases. Doesn't mean I don't have them, couldn't get one, or might die from one. I just literally, that's not where my fear register mm. is at. Mm. Okay. Mm. And so, listen, other people have that. I'm just telling you. Um, and the more I learn about even even fear and what it does to your immune system, fear mm-hmm. and what that does, and because mm-hmm. let's use another word for fear, Jeff, stress. Okay, so, so fear is put you in the stress response. Yep. We know stress just stress response wreaks havoc on the body. Yep. So some people might say like, well, what should I eat? I'm like, listen, I'm not saying eat a bad diet, but I'm also saying you should take just as much consideration into your fear-filled life, your stress-filled life, the thing, you know, whatever. Well, should I exercise? Sure, you should. Exercise. Like, these are just like... Sure. Go. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Play hoops with your mm-hmm. kid. Mm-hmm. Go skateboarding. Go to the gym yoga class at five o'clock in the morning. Honestly, whatever. Mm. Do what do what gets you going. Mm. Should mm. I eat? You know, should I eat this? Listen, I don't care. Focus mostly on not eating the crap, right? Mm. Because that's where most of us get in trouble, mm. right? And mm. then, you know, from the toxicity standpoint, that's a biggie, you know. I mean, what the products you're using in and around your house, things mm. that you're painting your walls with. I mean, there's mm. it. We've complicated it because there's so much going on, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I'm, for whatever reason, I'm using so many marriage metaphors today, Jeff, but like mm-hmm. it's gotten so complicated out there, relationships. Mm-hmm. Now add social media to that, mm-hmm. add mm-hmm. culture, add uh, sexual, you know, um, orientation conversations, add porn, you know, uh, access, mm-hmm. add, you know, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's just harder than it was maybe 30, 40 years ago. It mm-hmm. seems that way, at least to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You yeah, know, somebody, but, sure. Yeah. Uh huh. It doesn't mean that it's, you know, it's not an excuse to be like, well, it's harder now, so I can't do anything. No, it just means you've got to be almost more on guard, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, the body isn't any less intelligent now. The body isn't any less designed to heal. I would just say we're doing a better job of messing it up lately. Okay? Well, and, and also to your point on the marriage thing, you said one of the reasons that it's gotten more complicated is we've gotten more distracted, mm-hmm. and there's so much more noise in our world you know, that's coming at people. And so I think that, you know, even yeah. if you were to use the generation of a go 30, 40, 50 years or whatever, there was a lot less distraction and probably a lot more, you know, I, I hate to say disposable time as if people were just sitting around right. doing nothing. We know that that wasn't the case, but probably a lot more time being spent where the mind was focused on taking care of the body and doing those sorts of things. And that was, or more was naturally or built whatever. in, you know, one of our well, guests, right. we were yeah. just talking about, you know, again, it even caught me listening to him. We, we just, you know, the idea of getting up and having your green juice and reading for 15 minutes and doing some gratitude, like, yeah. I think a lot of people that would hear that would go, but man, I mean, I got to get my kids out the door. We got to get to school. I'm already late for my work. Traffic is bad. I mean, like, the, like we've gotten so far away from totally. that that totally. it's almost a foreign concept. But and, and that's been sold, and I can't speak for other countries, you know, yeah. but, but that's been sold to us as the American dream, this, this new call it rat race, if you will, right? That's the crazy thing about it is like, now you've arrived, when you've got all those things going on, apparently you've arrived. Well, and I guess, and then, yeah, and it's all held for this magical future point where apparently you retire because that all paid off and you worked and you <laughs> right, saved. Right, right, but, but you retire no. in this country and you retire, you're like in a wheelchair and you've got tubes coming out well, of you. Well, yeah, you know but, I I mean? did, like, but I even <laughs> just laugh about the, the fact that we have sold out to that concept and said, oh. so what I'll do is I'll live in that rat race, which will probably kill me, Yeah. right? And then in the hopes that when I'm some 60, 50, it doesn't, I don't care, like then 
then I'm going to, then I'm going to go do nothing. Then I'm going to, I mean, whatever. The, I think the whole thing is jacked up, honestly. So well, I don't even, yeah. I could speak about it, but I don't, that's not even the point. I just, I feel like you're saying Jeff, and, and I'm guilty of this, even like we've had Dr. Sleeth on in the past, right? I mean, a yeah, medical yeah, doctor, yeah, ER doctor, yeah, yeah. you know, who's, who had kind of a, a real big life moment, right? Where he had to really not only come to faith and realize what's going on, but also, you know, he's really focused on Sabbath. Absolutely. And he, you yeah. know, one of the things I've always remembered about our conversations with him and he, his metaphor was kind of medical. I think that's why I remember it. Mm-hmm. He, he tells this story about an, an, an x-ray and, and they're looking at it and he's kind of teasing his students, you know, like, what do you see mm-hmm. on this x-ray? And, mm-hmm. you know, I remember all these doing all these labs and radiology labs. And, and I remember this, I, I wondered if that's where he was going. Well, nobody could find anything wrong, right? And they're debating it, and they're like this, and what's wrong? And and then literally, they're like nothing. There's nothing wrong. And then and then his whole point, like the next day, he goes over with them, and I think it was missing a clavicle. Uh, so it had it. It wasn't what was there. It yeah. was what wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, and his yeah. point was Sabbath. Mm. He said, you know, we've removed Sabbath, mm. and so it's mm. not even there to even be yeah. considered. We've removed. We've removed so this concept of a little bit of a rhythm of life mm-hmm. as far as even, you know, I grew up, Jeff, we rarely ate around the dinner table in my mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. It was drive-through food, mm-hmm. classic, we're busy. I went to boxing practice every night. My yeah. sister was busy. My other sister, my both parents yeah. worked. Like, we just very rarely sat around but the dinner table. you were table. well-rounded, Ben. Yeah, I mean, right. <laughs> um, and our family, we have a priority to have meals at a table together, That's right? Yeah. But but a lot don't, right? Yeah. And I'm not, yeah. I'm just saying we've made it a yeah. priority. Um, and so there's things that you say no to. There's mm-hmm. things that you, you know, but again, I don't even think, Jeff, that that's even, um, and some of this I'm just preaching to myself here, you know, there's a lot of things. Again, it's not what do I need to do, it's what do I maybe need to stop mm-hmm. doing, mm-hmm. right? So whether that's immune system time or whether it's just, you know, um, I need to stop, you know, watching five hours of Netflix so I can get up a half hour earlier mm-hmm. so I can mm-hmm. have some prayer time and have a walk and get some fresh air mm-hmm. and and just the good things. And so we have to kind of recalibrate and stop looking for th- um, things to be fixes that were never designed to be fixes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm reading a book right now, and it's called Awe. It's written by a gentleman by the last name of Tripp, T-R-I-P-P, called Awe. But um, it would be a good book that I would recommend. But he was talking about like materialism, mm-hmm. and he was mm-hmm. just saying, you know, you're 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 asking for things to satisfy you that are not mm-hmm. designed to satisfy Correct. you. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're gonna never get there. Right. Um, anymore, if I expect my spouse to be my my source of joy and happiness, mm. if that's my expectation, is that my spouse is my you know playmate that's supposed to make my life all happy and joy? It's just an unrealistic expectation that's not mm. theirs to fulfill. It doesn't mean you have to fight. It doesn't mean you know. Yeah. But that's yeah. they're not. That's well, not, not their it's job. Not the only job. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like there's yeah, they can't be the only one to do that. They're mean. not a clown yeah. for your entertainment. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and so we have the to. The wives kinda, are super happy with you right now, Ben. I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. say that we have to we have to kind of re we have to recalibrate our views on yeah. some things and appreciate them as the value that they have. Right. And like you mm-hmm. said, Jeff, you know, but we've sold to this lie that, you know, it's the new car, the new mm-hmm. house, the mm-hmm. new vacation. It doesn't matter yeah. that that's going to do it. And we just, it is the classic rat race. And I'm going through my own issues in my life of just asking myself all of these questions, mm-hmm. right? Is I think what a lot of people are right now, mm-hmm. they're looking mm-hmm. at it going, I mean, COVID made a lot of us kind of question some things, right? Mm-hmm. People were home mm-hmm. with their kids more and they said, hey, that wasn't too shabby. Yeah. Not the, not being home part, like, but mm-hmm. just, wow, I didn't realize how much of my kid's life I'm, 
not experiencing yeah. or, or mm-hmm. different things. Mm-hmm. And again, I know we talk to a wide audience on this show. I know everybody has different life circumstances. Um, even when we talk about heavy topics like COVID, and I know there's people that listen to this show that have either lost loved ones or have struggled. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm never downplaying that. But here's what I would say, and I, I guess this is all closed today, Jeff, mm-hmm. is um, we, we need to be able to have those kind of conversations. Yes. Not to yes. not to hurt people, yeah. not to yeah. stuff people's noses in, not to be um uh, uh, um strive strife causing, mm-hmm. but I mean we need to be able to have you know, difficult conversations mm-hmm. about difficult topics so they're out there so we can talk about them. I think the tension produces growth. Yeah, yeah. That's what it comes down yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, that's what exercise, right. right? I mean, exercise, when you lift in the weight, that tension is what causes your muscle to I mean, build. You your immune system. Tension, it, it keeps you uncomfortable to a point, like a healthy kind of uncomfortable that forces you to think, forces you to be deliberate, and uh, you know, maybe even maybe even forces you to to evaluate your your beliefs and ethics on things, whatever. Yeah. You're really, you know, challenge that. And I think there's only good that comes out of that. I asked a question. I didn't ask this. I was going to ask one of our guests this, and I just remembered I wrote it down. So I'll uh-huh. I'll maybe ask it today as our final question for the show. Sure. And I said, ask yourself this: if you were, um, if you were, because we were t- we did a cancer uh, right. cancer guest, right. right? So I was thinking along those lines. You know. If you were diagnosed with cancer, you could take this two ways. One question that's not a bad exercise to ask yourself is, if you were diagnosed with cancer today, um, what would you do? What would your mm. approach be? Okay, Would you just be traditional medical route? Would you be more, I'm on, hopping on a plane to Mexico, I'm going to take it into my own hands, I'm going to do nothing? <laughs> Those are all answers. You know, I mean, I, I've, my, my grandmother, when she was diagnosed with uh, lung cancer, she was like, she was 84. She was like, I'm cool. I had an amazing life. She didn't do any treatment. She didn't do any drugs. She didn't do any chemo. She didn't do any radiation. She took a couple of aspirin, ministered to people in her last days, and wrote it out like a champ. So some people in the family were upset at her for that, right? And she's like, whatever. I'm cool. Like, I'm good. I'm at you know? peace. All right, cool. Yeah. yeah. So there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So some people that choose to, they get diagnosed with cancer, they might say, hey, I'm going to go to this one cancer place. I know I'm going to do this. Well, here is my other question I would ask those. So, so what are those changes that you'd probably be willing to make if you came upon a diagnosis with that? And is there any of those that you can start to do today? Mm. Ooh. So, Ooh. right. If, if I would say, man, I'd want to spend more time with my kids, right? I'd want to be more intentional. I went to a funeral this weekend and those always, I'm, I'm, I'm a, they always impact me. I mean, I, I think they impact anybody. I'm not special by any means. I did just, they just make you reflect, of course, the families and what they're going through. And, and, and then this was obviously a celebration of life in many ways this, for this person. But it was still, you know, there's the people that are here left, right? So it's the mm-hmm. kids and the, and the the wife and such. And so, um, but it always makes me reflect. Even hearing like what an amazing man this guy was and mm-hmm. what a dad he was and what a husband he was and a friend and an employer and a son. I'm like, man, I, I could do better. Mm. Right, I need to mm. do better. There's areas in my life that I need to do better on, and so mm. why wait until my funeral when I don't, you know, because the illusion is to think I have any more days than anybody else. Mm-hmm. And so if if I'm saying right now, man, I wish I was more intentional in the evenings with my children, or I wish I was, it doesn't matter, fill in the blank, right? For you, if you're listening to that, yeah, and and pick one of those things, and don't wait till it's too late. Mm. You know, mm. don't wait for the cancer diagnosis like our last mm. guest was talking mm. about. Mm. Don't wait till the cancer diagnosis because sometimes after that point, it's too it's too late. Just mm. just because it's it is it's just complicated, right? Mm. It's a lot easier mm. to lose ten pounds than it is to lose hundred pounds, right? So start those things today. So that's what the purpose of this show always is, because we are designed to heal. Because of that fact, it doesn't absolve us from responsibility. Because we're designed to heal, 
it actually encourages us to do things to support that that exists already, mm. right? Um, Paul, Apostle Paul would say, like, kind of, he say, you know, we're talking about grace. He's like, but doesn't, they're asking him about grace, and they, but isn't, isn't the grace of God just make you want to sin more? And Paul's answer, I'm paraphrasing, but Paul's answer was basically like, no, it should actually be the opposite of that. Because it's such an amazing gift and something we can't really ever repay, it should actually make us out of gratitude, right, and awe that we would actually want to be better, right? We would want to be better. And so I would say even with the, the amazing grace that is the healing that we have in our body, it, it really should just make us want to take even better care of it and not abuse it, right? So if we've been entrusted with kids or we've been entrusted with staff or we've been entrusted with a wife or a spouse, mm-hmm. you know, what it, you apply those same principles to that. So we got a little deep there at the end, my friend, but <laughs> you just want to talk about limp system and trampolines. <laughs> I, I, I like when I like when you, uh, man, preacher Ben today. I like it. So, well, that's a that's a that's a wrap, man. Drop the mic, I guess, right? You know. So, well, best to all of our listeners, and uh, we will catch you next week for another episode of Designed to Heal. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to support the show, give us a five star review and share it with your tribe. To learn more about Dr. Ben's work, visit AchieveWellness.clinic. 